Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Monday. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott hanging out with you at our Vivint Smart Home Arena Studios. Austin Horton across the glass from me and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, the alarm sounding. That can't be good. Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. Hope you're doing well today. It's a beautiful day outside and uh, yeah, it's a good day. Yeah, all right, good. I'm keeping it together. How are you? How was your weekend? I have one problem. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, what's it, you know, big hitters such as myself, you know, and uh, and others, say, on the PGA Tour, why has Colin Montgomery got to come rain on our parade and tell us that we all need a a ball that's like 80% less uh, explosive? Uh, well, I didn't why? Know. You know, we I, spend a lot of time in the gym building ourselves up, you know, making ourselves, uh, you know, what we are, the specimens that we are. And because of that, you have Montgomery coming along and saying, essentially, now you guys hit it too far. Hmm. Well, I, I see we're starting out the week lying to ourselves today. That's that's. <laughs> That's really good. I did not see Colin uh, Montgomery's thoughts or read those uh, those thoughts. He wants to alter the ball so it doesn't go as far. Yeah, I guess. What's his What's his argument? Uh, he, he said that uh, he, uh, he, the the paraphrase was, "We can't build ten thousand yard golf courses, so we have to back off on the on the ball." Uh, okay, I can I so. can see that logic. Sure. All right. All I mean, right. technology has come a long way over the years. Dial that technology back. All right. I suppose I, I as long as everyone's playing the same ball, it really doesn't matter, does it? Make it one of Who, those wiffle balls. Who's asking Colin Montgomery? That's true. I, I did not know he was still with us and didn't care and still don't. <laughs> Who? Why? All right. Go away, sir. He said, quote, I'm an advocate of what Jack Nicholas proposes, a tournament ball for professionals that goes only 80 to 85% as far. Can you think of a, um, a relevant sports? I don't want to throw Colin in the, the star category because I don't think he was, but he certainly was a good golfer. He was a star. Yeah, he was pretty good. Can you think of a less likable good athlete? <laughs> Ian Poulter, same sport. <laughs> I mean, he just, the, there was something about him, his attitude, his look. I don't know. The way he wore his golf shirts, I have no idea. Where, I look at that guy and I think, you know what? I hope you lose. <laughs> yeah. 
this. I don't know just, who I'm rooting because? for. I don't know who I'm rooting for, but I'm not rooting for you. <laughs> You're judging his overall bearing? I, you know what? I don't know what it is, and so that's probably unfair. And to you Colin Montgomery fans out there, I apologize because I really have no logic or, or uh, facts behind all of this. But you know what? Never rooted for the guy. I never liked any Colin while we're at it. Any Colin? I don't know. I'm just trying to be bombastic. Wow. <laughs> My best friend when I was younger was Colin, so okay. I'm lying. Yeah, walk that one on. Colin, back. go play soccer. Wait, man, wasn't, uh, how, about, how about Colin Powell? That was Colin, Colin Powell, wasn't it? Uh, was it? I don't know. Close enough. Or Colin Kaepernick. But yeah, him. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, let's, say, let's, let's pump the brakes here. Let's put the brakes on that. That's why when you initially said it, I Phil thought, Collins. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> let's, oh, boy. Let's, Collins. Let's think. I think you're making a funny comment and really you're ruining your career. Right. So. Let's, let's think one step further. I love because, all Collins. Yeah, right there. Great, great, fine. Fine name. Good handle. <laughs> good, good handle. Let's let's change the subject. Gordon, how, how was, your, uh, was your weekend? Did you do anything worthwhile? Uh, worthwhile? I mean, I hope so. Did, Did you uh, enjoy not working in the yard? Uh, um, yes. Okay. Got him! <laughs> Did you work in your yard? Yeah, I cleared a whole flower bed that... Mm-hmm. Let, let me, okay, this is what uh, how I cannot like manage my own life. Uh, there has been, in my backyard, where nobody can see, thankfully, there's this one flower bed that goes around our patio that I've basically 100% neglected since the birth of my daughter. Uh-huh. I mean, and, we went at it. And we went back there, and I, I I didn't clear the whole thing, but I made some serious progress in something that I have been putting off for almost three years. So I'm pretty I'm pretty darn proud of myself today. So that, that, that felt good. It Well, I don't know about good, but yeah, I mean... Well, you won't have to do it for another three years. I no longer, I no longer feel bad about myself the second I turn the corner with my lawnmower to see that flower bed. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're just going about your day mowing the grass, and then every single time you come around the corner, it's like, oh, yeah, there's that. Steering me right in the face for, again, <laughs> basically the past three years. So, yeah, I, I did get some work done. In well, the- it's important for our listeners to find something that makes them feel good. You know, and if it's going out and working in the yard and clearing that uh, that 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 territory that you haven't gotten to for a while, and or tending the garden, or pulling weeds, or or painting the house, or or you know washing the car, or you know whatever, if it makes you feel good after it, then it's probably worth doing. It's like the guy, it's like the mountain climber that climbs a mountain, you know, and you get up there and you look around and say, that was a lot of work, uh, but it was worth it because it made me, the way it made me feel. Except for every single one of those examples are not applicable to you. So That's let not me, true. Let I've me climbed ask mountains. <laughs> it, 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 who, was climbed president? mountains? who was president the last time you climbed a mountain? <laughs> I mean, top to bottom, too. Not We got out of the car and looked around. Well, what do you want? I'm not a mountain goat. I mean, it's not like I'm up there, you know, climbing up the face of uh, some cliff, but I, I have climbed mountains. No, but the question was, you know, what do you do at this time to, to make you feel good? And I'm just saying none of the things you threw out there are yours. So what is the answer? I mean, <laughs> I'm, done, I'm picturing <laughs> you sitting in front of a whole pound of cheese, finding different ways to to enjoy it. 
at one time or another, I've done all of those things. So, I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, so I know what that feels like. So don't be trying to. At one time or another. (laughs) I've climbed up the stairs, okay? One time or another. Hanging over roofs, you know, painting eaves and whatnot in the houses. I know, but you realize that one time or another is an extraordinary amount of time in this case. Well, I have lived a long life. I, I mean, know. I've, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of things in my day, and I, I know what it feels like. So I can relate. I'm not that I'm old. A, I'm a man of the people. So if it made you feel so good, then why don't you do it more often? Because, well, I mean, I, I do do various things. Uh, climb so mountains? Often. It's been a while since I've Weed the yard? Mow the lawn? Mow the lawn? I mean, I, all those I, things you just wait. suggested. Clean the bathroom? Wait. Right. I, <laughs> I'll tell you what felt Make good. Make a meal? I, well, I'll tell you what felt good yesterday. I, I, <laughs> I, I sat on my back deck and I nodded off for a minute and a breeze was blowing and a beautiful uh, blue sky here in Utah and, uh, you know, the trees uh, just being, you know, rustling in the wind and that felt good. You know what I've got pictured in my mind right now, Gordon, and I, I know this is not the case, but but you like in an old rocking chair with a blanket over your lap, just, just <laughs> fading in and out of no, sleep. You know, with a with a book with a book in your lap. What's the matter with that? Nothing. Reading glasses. I remember when Juice <laughs> Newton taught me to play polo. Reading glasses with the long chain. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh man, come on! Where's now you my got, pipe? Now you got all our older demographic out there all upset. Oh. We have listeners who do that, and there's nothing wrong with that. I said I know that's not the case, but that's just what I've got pictured in my mind. Honestly, of the three of us, who has most recently done that? I would guess it would have been Jake. Yeah, me probably with the shawl. Yeah, one hundred and the glasses on the chain. <laughs> I've seen you wear glasses with a chain. You know, Austin, I learned my lesson. I told you the the last time uh, when we went up to the the cabins at uh, Bear River that I I sunburned my shins because I didn't properly. You know, I, I was relaxing in, in the sun and reading a good book and sunburned my shins. So, yes, of course, next time I, I get a chance to do that, yes, I will have the blanket over my legs. Jake, what do you call, that, what do you call those things that uh, you connect your, your glasses to that are, that oh, are, I call are chains, them, but you know what I'm talking about. I call about. them those... chums, and I wear them all the time. We call them croakies. Croakies. Up, I, yeah. See, I think croakies and chums, I think they are brand names ah. of whatever it is that's actually called. And you you use those because you're afraid you're going to lose your sunglasses or your glasses, whatever. Okay, so so you just hang do, them down around your neck. Do you want my justification? Because here's the thing: I really I wear sunglasses a lot. I like good sunglasses, but I have lost a bunch and scratched a bunch over yeah. my career of use. We so I've have. I've yep. discovered with the chums having them just sit there on my chest when I'm not using them, that it does you, you get more wear out of those nicer sunglasses. Don't you hate it like when you when you sort of hang them on your your shirt or something? You lean over and they fall down on the cement and they get scratched. That's happened to me. I, 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 the most the the best sunglasses I ever bought that happened to I was at the golf course and I leaned over and they fell down on a hard surface and they scratched. And I was just really quite upset about it. You know, you, you grow a little attached to your 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 glasses of various kinds. My wife used to have the habit of putting them on top of her head, you know, 
But then mm-hmm. she would forget about them. And next thing you know, something like, you know, she's bending over to pick something up and bam, just like you're talking about. Yeah. So, anywho. But the is it the, the, the reading glasses with the chain? Isn't that kind of stereotypical older person? Uh don't know but i don't have a problem with old maybe folks, maybe more so uh, of course not who has a problem with anybody it's it's more the librarian look how about that <laughs> i don't know but i'm not after the show today i'm gonna go out and work in the yard you are not i am not a chance i'm gonna do it i want to feel you know the sunshine on my shoulders and by the way for the happy. for the 90 seconds that the sun's still up after the show <laughs> Hey, we're we're head. What are we? We're like two, we're like one week away from the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. And you know we so, don't do a morning show though, right? Just just I know, reminder. But the sun is the sun's still out after our show. And kind I'm gonna of. Go out for there a I'm gonna, You're going to do yeah, what? I want to do some work out there. Gonna, you what know, needs to be done? I'll find some. Yeah. <laughs> I could give you a list of the stuff that I, I need was to out do. On the deck, I was looking around the house. I was looking at the, you know, I was checking out stuff, making sure it was all in its proper place. Okay, here's something you. Can I do. saw a box uh, that's uh, next to the deck, and it has some function, but I have no idea what. <laughs> Here, I've, I've I've got an opportunity for you to to uh, you know get your hands dirty and do some good at the same time, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Recently, I got rid of a couple of uh, bushes, as you know, at the end of my driveway. And uh, did you finally do that? Because you were talking about you were planning on doing it. I, you you do saw it? it. You came by in your bikes that one day. They're gone. Oh, that's right. Okay. But I, I've right. got a I've got a bit of a stump issue, and so I could I could use a guy with a little know how and uh, and a, a big burly truck to you know. Do your so thing. you want you have you need a stump removal? I, yeah, we got to do some of these stumps, Gordon. I I would think a man uh, who is um, what uh, educated in the yard arts as you are would be able to come help me with my problem. Well, and a good yeah. sturdy back too. What you need to do is dig down around those roots, you know, so you, because those are, those are pretty big bushes, and so you got to dig down and maybe uh, you know hook up the truck. To it and uh, pull it right on out of there. It'll well, I got to tell you, Gordon, my, my gastrologist has told me not to do any digging in the near future. So <laughs> I'm going to need you to cover that part if you could okay. for me. That would, uh, be, that would be terrific. Uh, no? Uh, can, I get, can I get back to you? You on can. That? You can. You can get back right. to me. Uh, all right. We have a lot to do today. We're going to talk to our friend Chris Mannix coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour. So make sure and stay tuned. For that, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, Andy Larson is going to be on the show. Andy covers the jazz for the Salt Lake Tribune. But uh, Andy, being the stats guy that he is, he's also dabbled in coronavirus coverage. So I suppose we can uh, fire questions about a number of subjects by Andy Larson at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So that should be good. Yeah, he's done more than dabbled. No, he's been great. I've actually really enjoyed his work. It's been, uh, it seems to me, informative, and um, he's gotten a lot of national run for it. So good for him. He's putting in that good work, uh, doing a fine job. That was a that was a good decision on the Tribs part, uh, aiming him in that direction. So we'll talk to Andy at the top of the five o'clock hour. Gordon, I know you have a lot of thoughts about what's uh, what's going on out there. Uh, We're going to talk some NBA here in a second. In fact, uh, Ed Davis gave a great interview today, and we're going to talk about that coming up here momentarily. And then, of course, Gordon, all the goings on over the weekend. It was a busy one. It was. 
It was. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's do it. Well, let's get to it. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the Zone. It is. And the Zone Sports Network. It's a big show and we're here with uh, Ed Davis. How do you view the start of a new season, the beginning of the journey? You know, just being my 10th year, you know, um, early in my career, you know, I always like look down the line like, all right, we got this game, this road trip. So now, man, I, honestly, man, I just take it, you know, one day one practice at a time you know the season is too long and too stressful to be worried about two weeks three weeks down the line i just take it just one day at a time man that's the only way that i can get through the season you know mentally you know through the ups and downs is just focus at one day all right gordon that was ed davis and we'll get to his comments today to uh to alex kennedy of hoops hype coming up here momentarily but just kind of to to review what's going on and uh and throw in your thoughts there was a phone call actually during our show on friday with uh, somewhere around 80 players gordon who were expressing uh, different concerns and uh, then there were some reports on that and it was kind of off to the races this weekend uh, donovan mitchell uh corrected some stuff online because he didn't like the the way he was represented by Sham Sharania, who uh, talked. Uh, he and Woj both reported a lot on Kyrie Irving and his role in the phone call. Dwight Howard, his role in the phone call. And before we get to what Ed had to say, Gordon, I wanted to get your thoughts on on the bumps we're seeing in the road with the NBA and, and their significance. Perfectly understandable, as far as I'm concerned. Because you have so many players who have are coming from different points of view and they're expressing those things. And even when when the, it was it was all scheduled to move forward with this plan, the word tentative or tentatively was always attached to it. And so I I kind of expected some sort of uh, discussion to take place. Uh, I don't think everyone has to walk in lockstep. Or or, or I, I understand that different guys are in different places in their lives and they have different concerns at this point. And just because LeBron James says, hey, we're going to do this, uh, doesn't mean that everybody else has to line up perfectly behind him. Now, maybe they will end up doing it, but I, I welcome various players uh, expressing their opinion and I welcome those opinions coming to light. Because they're informative, they're interesting, and uh, and why shouldn't we hear those things? I I get it completely. Yeah, I do too, and that seemed like a, an appropriate venue. Now, does does the nature of their objection uh, give you any more thought? Because there wasn't a whole lot of concern necessarily for the coronavirus, and there seemed to certainly be uh, Black Lives Matter was a was you know uh, uh, the top topic on the conversation. Now it's not the only thing that came up, as we can get to Donovan Mitchell, how he objected uh, with Shams. As Shams initially reported that he, he kind of Donovan Mitchell was falling in line with Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving, and that is not the case. Donovan was voicing his opinion about his fear of injury because he's got a contract extension coming up, which I also agree is a very legitimate concern that, uh, that that opinion should be raised. Although you did say something about lockstep, and, and here's the thing. You're in a union, so eventually you do have to go lockstep. So that's, that's how unions work. So it's the process of working up to that. I, I find Kyrie Irving's angle a little interesting, and we can further, uh, we can further break that down. But we're seeing the process, and uh, judging by the reaction, I don't think they have enough votes to stop 
what the NBA no. is trying to do. So, uh, you know, I hope they, they handle some of these concerns to the best of their ability, come up to a, come up with an agreement and proceed. And I, I think that's still what's going to happen. But this is the this is the middle of the process, so to speak. Right. And I agree with that. And I kind of expected it. Uh, yeah. I mean, eventually they'll get there. But uh, that's what I'm talking about in this process. I think it's totally understandable. And it's to be expected that guys are going to voice their opinions and uh, we're going to find out about some of those things. And uh, you talked about the different, everybody's got something different. And some people have mixtures of various concerns. So, I mean, I I think it's good to hear those. It's good for the players to voice those. It's important for people to be heard. It's important for the guy who's making $2 million a year instead of uh, $45 million a year for his opinion to be heard in this because he's in a different place. This this season, would whether it's played or it's not played, would affect him differently than it would some of the others. So they're, they're all valid points of view. Like you mentioned, Donovan Mitchell, concerned about injury, uh, you know, the possibility of injury, especially coming up in years that uh, where he stands to make more money. Uh, those Those should be heard. So it's all a process that's healthy in my opinion and i don't have a problem with different people having different reasons for what they believe in or how they're feeling right now and that includes kyrie irving so i mean yeah it's 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 interesting and i think it's a part of a healthy overall process to uh, to come to some conclusion that that works for for uh, as many people involved as possible. All right, so Ed Davis gave an interview to Alex Kennedy in Hoops Hype, and we're going to get into that coming up next because, first of all, I really... I really thought his perspective was very, very useful, and I'll, I'll explain those reasons coming up next. And he really lays out exactly what's going on with the players and where I think... Gordon, uh, majority opinions amongst players are, and we'll get to that uh, coming up right around the corner. But, of course, joining us now, let's get out to the zone phone, our good friend Ryan from TridayTrading.com. First of all, Ryan, how are you, my friend? Things good? I'm doing good, man. I mean, we're getting closer to basketball, and you know a little bit of a jazz fan here. so Just a tad. <laughs> I'm ready to get this going. <laughs> I think we all are. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that, Ryan? Uh, the, the the process and the solution? You know, do you like the bubble idea? you like some of the concessions they made to, to make it interesting? I think it's – I think – if that's what it takes, then it'll just be nice to have live sports again. I love the conversation you guys are having today. And you can understand how, just like everybody else, there's a bunch of different opinions. And it's not easy to, to put all those aside or even together. And so I, I'm just looking forward to hopefully most of, of the athletes are willing to, to sign up and that we get to see some good basketball. Ryan, when I think of uh, fans who have missed the game, uh, it picks from my mind, I think of guys like you. And that, I mean that in the best sense. I mean, you love the game. You love following it. You can't wait to see it again. That's totally understandable, too. Yeah, honestly, I mean, my life was, was kind of planned around some of those games. And when it stopped abruptly and you've got a couple months worth of, of free time, you know, it's good to spend some time with the family, but we're ready to have some basketball. No doubt about it. Well, let's let's talk about kind of what's going on uh, out there. Certainly, things are adjusting in how we do business and how people work, and and a lot of folks out there are, are looking for other things. And let's talk about the role that TridayTrading.com can play in helping folks take care of their families. 
Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate that there are a lot of people that have had to even be away from jobs or seen their income go down. Nobody wants to see that. Um, for us here and what we do, you know, it's, it's actually been extra busy. And the reason for that is that flexibility. We're being able to work from anywhere, being able to, you know, only have to, to, to spend a few hours to kind of get a, a bigger return in a lot of cases. And so people are kind of taking control back of their financial situation. And then, you know, along with that, too, they want to make sure that if, that if anything happens in the future, they're prepared again. Um, we've come online here and, and told people for years that the way we trade, it does not matter if the stock market's going up or down. It just matters that it's moving. And that's why we've had some of the best best uh, trading opportunities in some of the biggest months some of our traders have ever seen. But just back to that, that the way people do business, we're going to do a live webinar. We want people to be able to hop on to interact, to be able to ask some questions. we got Alema and Hans who are both going to be joining us uh, tomorrow night at 6, and then we're going to do Wednesday at noon, um, you know, kind of give people a couple options, find one that works best for you. But we'll spend a little time talking about what we do, just explaining that so you can see if it's something you enjoy. And then we'll give Alema and Hans a couple, uh, a little bit of time, too, to, to chat with everybody and, and kind of just make it make it fun, make it learning, and, and just figure out if this opportunity is something for, for you. All right. So you got to get online, trydaytrading.com, and uh, take advantage of one of those webinars. That's the best place to start. That's the best place to start. All right. Perfect. All right, Ryan. Well, we'll be hanging out with you today throughout the show, so we're certainly looking forward to that. We'll talk to you a little bit later. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That's our friend Ryan Van Dorn from TryDayTrading.com. Uh, we'll uh, let you know what Ed Davis had to say to Hoops Hype today. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Where are you? Some breaking news here, I guess. Austin, explain to us what's going on sure. with the, the cell phone coverage in, in our fair city. Sure. So my wife works at T-Mobile, and we have T-Mobile, therefore, and we haven't been able to make phone calls for the last couple hours uh, or text messages. Well, uh, Google search this from Fox 13 in Tampa Bay. Widespread outages across the country for a large number of T-Mobile, Sprint, AT&T, and Verizon customers. Wait, isn't that... That's like all of them. If you're on cricket, it's a good day to be you. <laughs> so... What in the world? And this is... this is uh, Okay, so, so we've that, got... That's a big, big deal these days, because people depend on those phones, man. Yeah, you think the entire web of communication across the country going down is, you know... We'll be fine. My sister-in-law said, it's official. The world is ending. <laughs> We're fine. You know, and for specific show purposes, we've got Chris Mannix coming up at 4 o'clock, maybe? If he's on cricket. <laughs> Andy, uh, Andy Larson. If he's on boost. At uh, the top of the 5 o'clock hour, maybe? How long this has been going on? Uh, at least two hours. And how long is it expected to go on? I they don't know. No, it's over. Everybody they're panicked. not. They're not coming back. Yeah, it's. <laughs> who knew that the people that just clung to their house phone would be the only ones who could communicate? In you can call your grandparents if you also have a landline. Yes. 
Well, we're here. We're here for you to communicate any big news that you must need to know about. Then we will pass it along to you. I mean, since I, you are absolutely isolated on an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean right now. I mean, I'm. I, I feel bad that I'm, I'm. I'm almost kind of laughing, but that. I mean, that's a catastrophe, right? <laughs> The entire cell network uh, across the country not, not they, functioning? They are recommending turning your phone off and on. That's that's working for some, it says. Well, well let's give that well, a go. What's, so, what's, uh, the, what's going on? Let's give that a The old pl- unplug, plug back in. Let's give that well, a go. Do we know try. what's causing it? I think it's Satan. Oh, I, I read uh, now, hey, by aliens? I've got some sources here. Now, I, my sources say gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> you fed them after midnight. Or, fed them yeah. after midnight, and now they're running amok. Wow. Don't let them get wet either. No, that's bad news. Bad news. So there you go, Gordon. I'm glad. Hey, look, where you and I are communicating. That's good. Yeah. That's a step uh, in the right direction. And, in fact, but, you would have but, thought that communication going down would have interrupted your connection. So I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood. Well, I hope everyone's okay out there because, you know, sometimes they're are uh, very important messages that need to be sent along. It's a good day to have stock in walkie-talkie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's at times like these that you can really only do one thing, and that is blame Lloyd. Come on, Lloyd. You had to crash the cell network for the entire selfish. country. Selfish. Selfish. <laughs> Extraordinarily well, selfish. C-E-L-L-F-I-S-H. See what I did Yeah, I... Oh, you're breaking up, Gordon. Sorry. We're we're losing you. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into these comments from Ed Davis. Uh, Gave a great interview to Alex Kennedy uh, at Hoops Hype, and I think we're going to try and track Alex down and get his thoughts on this. But, uh, Gordon, the whole interview is really good and insightful, and I tweeted out a link, and I would encourage uh, anybody who really wants to know what's going on with the NBA and their players and the Players Association to read the whole thing because I thought it was very insightful. Yeah. Uh, He hit some uh, important points. For people like him, but not just like him. I think he was speaking for a, a fairly large group of uh, I think players so that don't necessarily always get heard. And real quick, why I really value his perspective is because, and he he actually addresses this in the interview, but is because he's kind of your rank-and-file NBA Players Association member. He's not a, a superstar whose voice uh, needs any you know any amplification. He's, he's kind of your your average NBA player, and he even admits, you know, he's a vet, he's been around, he's got money in the bank, and he's doing fine, but, you know, there are players like him whose voice, uh, you know, during this thing may go unheard, and I thought it was really, really good. So let's get to a couple of these answers, okay, Gordo? Sure. Uh, Ask the question, players have brought up concerns about COVID-19, the injury risk, the bubble, shifting attention away from Black Lives Matter movement, and so on. Based on your conversations with players, what's the biggest issue or concern that players have about resuming the season? Here's his answer. I think you have to look at it from every player's own perspective. For me personally, I'm for the Black Lives Matter movement. I've always been for it. When I was in Portland, me and Mo Harkless would go through the inner cities and really try to get involved in police reform. We'd bring black kids and the police together, trying to help them find some common ground and gain respect for each other. Like I said, I'm all for that. At the same time, I know a lot of guys are iffy about playing, but it's sort of bigger than that because if we don't play, I honestly think there's a chance that we won't play next year. I just had a two-month-old, so of course I don't want to go away uh, for two months, but it's just something I feel that we have to do to save the league for all the people who come behind us 
and all the people who are going to come after us. This is coming from a 10-year vet. I'm on the back end of my career, and I've made enough money, so it's not really about the money. It's more about the future guys. A guy like Donovan Mitchell, who is looking at a $160 million contract, but he might only get $90 million if the cap drops. We'll get to some other thoughts, but what do you think about that? I, I thought that was very insightful. Well, that underscores a point, first of all, that, uh, you know, our listeners are out there hearing that and going, oh, uh, wait, it's all <laughs> it's all relative, right? I mean, that's a lot of money to lose for Donovan, but you got Joe and Jill Sixpack out there busting their humps trying to get the electric bills paid, and so that doesn't necessarily stir up a whole lot of empathy, I don't think, for people who – that's funny money to them, but it is a huge amount of money for for the players who are, are have th- their reality is a little different, and it is it is true that they should be heard, like he was talking about. As far as the Black Lives Matter and all of that, he even suggested taking a portion of the BRI and giving that back to the community. Uh, he says there are various things that can be done in order to do that, but I don't know whether that's being taken seriously or not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's speaking for people who have not necessarily been heard. And like you said, he doesn't really – this isn't about him because he's – I don't know how much longer Ed Davis will keep playing, you know, so I don't I don't know whether whether he's – this doesn't sound like he's trying to be – egocentric in any way here oh i don't think so either um in fact quite far from it he he came off to me as is really thinking about others uh throughout all of his comments and yeah we may you know get focused on the total amount of money but it, it's really about uh, a concept and what they're worth and and generational money that can have impact on communities he talks about that a lot which uh, i i found that perspective extremely extremely impressive including this suggestion uh, that you uh, you just mentioned. Let me let me get to one Let's, more. Let, let, let me interject one thing there that his he brought up the whole idea that if they don't play this year, they may not play next year either. That's something that a lot of basketball fans haven't really given much thought to. Which could happen. I mean, I think they're going to play, so it won't. But if they don't play, it certainly could. And uh, and owners could batten down the hatches and and strangle even more out of the BRI split. So and that's exactly what he was referring to right. with Donovan Mitchell. That that is some, I don't know how many of our listeners have really given that a whole lot of thought either, or whether they were, it's really important to them or not. But it should be important to these players because if they don't play this year, then like you said, next year the owners can adjust. They can they well they can kill the CBA. Yep. And renegotiate that and make it less favorable for the players because of, well, any way you want to look at it. Well, and they would certainly been lost, and they would certainly calculate in the losses from a lost season. I mean, they would right. that would that would not be a smooth process. It would be right down to the number, which is not good, not good for the players. Uh, I want to read one more answer here, Gordon, and and we can get to this interview throughout the show because I I did I thought his perspe- uh, perspective was really good. But here's the question: If the season resumes, the whole world would be watching. You can make the argument that playing would provide players with huge platform to make their voices heard and highlight this movement. Here's Ed's answer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is uh, really the one, uh, or excuse me, the only time that you're going to get that 
And it's the only time you're going to get 22 teams together for seven weeks so we can really get down and meet every couple of weeks and do some really cool things. There are some really great stuff that we can do for the world. I feel all of us doing it together and working with the NBA and working with these owners, uh, we can really help out. For me, I want to fight against police brutality. That's my cause. That's really what I want to focus on. I hope that when we get down there, uh, we can do that together. So like I said, I'm all for us playing, and I feel like we need to play. I think a lot of these guys uh, know really uh, need to educate themselves on what's really going to happen if we if we do take a stand and don't play and then this this I thought was really impactful Gordon he says it's easy for a guy like Kyrie Irving to say that he'll give everything back for social reform but would he really give everything back it's easy for Dwight Howard to say we don't need to play when he's in Atlanta in his 20 million dollar mansion but there are other guys on the rosters who need this money to provide for whoever they're taking care of and things like that it's easy for the superstars in the league to say this and how they feel and that but it means a lot more when it comes from the role players and the guys that aren't stars there are so many different perspectives because there are so many different levels in the NBA like I said it's so easy for the superstars to say let's just not play and they're good but some guys can't just do that there are lives on the line and like I said generational wealth on the line these are the hits that we're going to take if we don't play I'm telling you right now, Ed Davis is getting a lot of amen, brother, out there around the league. I think there's a lot of – I would guess there's a lot of players that feel that way. Yep, and are happy to see his voice being heard. Yep. That's that's very articulate on his part, and I think there's a strong place for the points he's making. I agree. I I totally agree. And he goes on. I mean, this is a very long interview. It would be impossible to get to the whole thing in one segment. I mean, it's – He's, he's really insightful on all of it. And I thought he illustrated Donovan's case very well. Why Donovan probably raised his voice on that phone call. He's worried about injury and he's worried about protecting his, uh, you know, protecting him. <laughs> Looking out for number one. Right. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. Not one bit. And I like the idea, I, by the way, of an NBA insurance policy for some of these guys in his situation. Why not? I, you know, one other thing Ed Davis said there, uh, Jake, that uh, the whole idea of the good that can come from them playing and them all getting together, they'll have time to do that, I think, uh, and, 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 uh, and, and, and talk productively, discuss these issues and think about, you know, the NBA, NBA players are a powerful group. They, they're, they're a group that can really accomplish a lot of good. And uh, and Ed underscored that. Uh, it, it, everyone, I, you th- I think you need to hear out everybody, whether it's Kyrie Irving and some of the things he said that others may disagree with, or whether it's Ed Davis speaking and bringing all these other thoughtful uh, notions to the table. This is this is the way this should be, and I'm I'm happy to see it. Got some bad news for you, Gordon. I, I reset my phone. No luck. And still, Nothing, still down. Huh? Austin, huh? Austin's still down too. So, I'm gonna see what's going on here. So, if you need something, don't call me, Gordo. All right, we'll have more coming up next. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
We're, we're, we're getting to this the bottom of this uh, cell mystery. Hang on, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, band of the day today, Diana Ross and the Supreme, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon, apparently Austin sent you a text during the break. He sent it to both of us and you got it and I did not. I did get it and I responded. Uh, Austin, did you get it? No, I have not received the response. So I have a one-way communication. Then I can I can <laughs> send people stuff, but I don't know if they are ghosting me or I'm just not getting it. Uh, yeah, and once again, Austin, the the plight of the common man like you and me does not affect the one percent. <laughs> it's working at the <laughs> ivory tower. Wait a second, no, because I I received your text, but uh, I couldn't communicate back with you. So we're all being affected by this. Oh, I see. Oh, I I was just I wasn't meaning you were the ivory tower. That, that's oh, self-incriminating I got, there. I got the impression. <laughs> okay. All right, we uh, we <coughs> we'll get to what's going on coming up top of the three o'clock hour. Uh, Chris Mannix is going to join us top of the four o'clock hour, and Andy Larson at five. Uh, Gordon, real quick, and um, you know maybe we spend more time on this a little later on in the show. But uh, are you, have you been paying attention to the controversy surrounding Mike Gundy today? I have. Yes, I saw that, and I am somewhat uninformed about. Apparently, he he uh, <laughs> well. I guess the worst of it is he was uh, a picture of him was taken with uh, a controversial conservative network uh, emblem on his T-shirt or something. This is is true. So, yeah, it's an own causing quite an uproar. Yeah, it's an own T-shirt, which I've got to admit, I'm not that familiar with uh, with their work. One America Network. Mm And um, I, I did watch a, a John Oliver segment about it today to learn a little bit more about it. Maybe that's a, <laughs> a one-sided response. But anyway, what do you think about that? Now it's it, the, the issue he has, has a been player furthered. That's Not just a player, uh, Gordon. Uh, uh, His best player. Yeah. A player who ran for mm-hmm. 2,000 yards last year, uh, Chuba Hubbard. He also scored, I believe, 21 touchdowns. He tweeted out this, I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive to everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. And there's some speculation out there that he could go into the supplemental NFL draft. But do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts about this story overall or specifics? You have... Okay, so uh, the the One American Network. I'm not familiar with that network, and so I, but, but I do have a little bit of a problem with people not having tolerance for what other people uh, want to uh, say or or uh, a network they want to watch. Uh, so, uh, but I don't know exactly what's being said on that network. Uh, didn't didn't Gundy say essentially he liked it because uh, they were giving straight facts as opposed to opinion and whatnot? But other people have an issue with uh, their point of view, I guess. Uh, this we're getting. We're, if it really is about politics, then I, I think it's we got to be careful with this. Even though I I mean I I'd like to hear everybody's point of view. Uh, unless it's so radical that it's dangerous to the, to the welfare and lives of other people, and, and that that's that's where I draw a line. But uh, so, do you agree with me on that, or what do you think? Well, everything's politics. 
you know, whether we like it or not. Uh, everything it, eventually it comes be, back to politics. Yeah. I, I, again, I'm speaking from a position of not being familiar with that particular network, so I don't know what is uh, espoused or reported on that network. But do you think there should be room for points of view here, or do you think uh, – what do you think? Uh, well, of course there's room for points of view in, in any topic. But in this particular circumstance, I'll, I'll say this. I, I am uncomfortable with somebody, you know, simply by wearing a T-shirt. I mean, we don't know. Uh, I know he made some comments since, but, you know, we don't know where he got it. I mean, he, he just uh, got a freebie, which you and I get from time to time. You know, who knows? So that I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that concept. But with that in mind, coaches out there need to continue, we've talked about this a lot, uh, to identify with their players and find, you know, things that are important to their players need to be important to them. So you've got to be really careful about certainly the signals you send out there publicly, but of course the messages you send privately as well, because that's this you know that's the concept of team gordon and so at very least right. very 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 least this is some uh extreme insensitivity to his players and their feelings and he needs to be better with that because that 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 role matters so i i don't know gordon well, does that answer that, does that answer your question yeah it does uh it's there's a bigger picture and then there's a picture relative to his particular position and his relationship with his players. Right. So, and maybe the fans, but I, this is probably splitting the fan base there. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I wish I knew more about the network and how, whether it's, it's really controversial, but I hope in America we get to the point where all points of view can be heard, at least responsible points, however you're going to define that. But uh, yeah, this is this is probably good news to other football programs in the Big Twelve who are probably thinking, "Hmm, all right, Mike, you want to play ball that way? Then we'll take advantage of the fallout." In the short term, I'm sure because they're thinking- if it is if it is if it is controversial that then certain players will not consider Oklahoma State if Mike Gundy is of this certain position then they can take advantage. It seems like that's a big thing that they care about as number one. Well, in the short term, they might be thinking that, but the long term, they want him right where he is. He's been a decidedly average college football coach uh, with extreme (laughs) means, too, might I add, uh, and uh, because of the late T. Boone Pickens, and has been really bad over a long period of time, or actually bad, too extreme, very average over a long period of time. The the rest of the Big 12 is like, Mike, you keep on going, bud. Keep on doing it. All right, uh, we'll get to more coming up next. What's going on right around the corner? But joining us now, of course, our good friend Ryan from TryDayTrading.com. And uh, we're helping folks. And and let's start here, Ryan, because we've talked to you about this a lot. You guys have a a lot of different people participate from different backgrounds, whether it's people doing it for a full-time job or somebody supplementing while they go to school or it needs a little extra income, like a side hustle. I mean, this can be good for a lot of folks. Yeah, real quick, we have been. We've been working with you guys for a couple of years now. And if you've heard the ad and you just wonder what the heck's going on, I mean, that's what our, our little events are for, so people can kind of check it out because it, it really can work for anybody. It doesn't matter what your background is, your age is, what your current schedule is. Um, day trading is something you can do 
uh, around all of those things. And with the way that the world's going right now, having the ability to work from anywhere, have a little more control of what you're doing, um, that's what we do here. We, we also say it's not for everybody. So we have uh, events like we're going to tomorrow, and, and we'll call it a, a live call right now. I think everybody familiar with Zoom meetings or uh, Google Hangouts. But we're going to do a, a live video call. We're going to have a lemon enhance on there. And what this is is going to be 20 minutes, half hour, kind of just explaining how this day trading thing works. We want people to be able to, to get a feel for it, find out if it's for them. In the end, you get to trade our money. So we're not going to be trying to talk anybody into anything, but this is a chance to really find out how this works and see if it's for you. All right, so trydaytrading.com. That call is coming up tomorrow. And, you know, uh, I love it that you guys work with Alema and Hans because those two guys are, are, first of all, they're awesome. But second of all, they're kind of the, the average us, you know. They're not, um, uh, you know, they're not um, well-trained in the financial arts, I guess I should say. You, with the, the following directions and working with you guys, you can make this work for anybody. Yeah, we've got some things in place, you know, that's just step-by-step. Step. One of the things we're proud of, too, is, is like some one-on-one -on -one individual help to make sure that no matter where you start, no matter what your background is, we can get you from point A to point B. And, and that's what's most important. I think that's what I hear all the time is, is people thinking, man, I didn't know that I could do this. I didn't even know this was uh, an option. So, so let's answer the questions for any of those people that have them, and, and they can find out for themselves. All right, let's do it. Trydaytrading.com. That's trydaytrading.com. That call with Hanson Alema coming up tomorrow. Ryan, thank you as always. We'll catch up with you a little later on. Thank you. That's our friend Ryan from trydaytrading.com. We'll have what's going on coming up next. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.